Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. and a warm, or should that be a little bit hot, welcome back to the second season of Irregular Bitches. I'm Sarah Kaywood, 90s relic, crap crafter, talkative podcaster, and ambitious network marketeer. And with me as ever, if not physically, then definitely inside my head, and at the end of my Zoom, is my Lulu, Louise Mitchell, co-host, hypnotherapist, friend, sounding board, and 1000% irregular bitch. (laughs) How you doing? I'm all right, love. How are you? This is good, isn't it? Yeah. Season two. We are really excited to begin this season of Irregular Bitches with a fantastic partnership with Yoppy. Irregular Bitches. Okay, Sarah, I don't know about you, but I don't feel great about the fact that I've been using products that have been treated with bleach up my vagina. So I was very excited about being able to partner up with Yoppy, a period care company. They use only high quality, environmentally friendly ingredients and materials, which make them plastic free, cruelty free and vegan. Woohoo! The packaging looks pretty sexy too, so you can strut across the office proudly showing off your period care. I love it. All you have to do is answer a simple quiz and Yoppy will formulate the perfect package of period care and PMS supplements because, let's face it, Lou, one size does not fit all. It certainly does not. And you don't need to worry about sending people out to get period products for you as they're tailored to your cycle and delivered in a lush box straight through your letterbox. That's not a euphemism. So please head over over to yoppy.com slash irregular bitches that's y-o-p-p-i-e slash irregular bitches to get 50% off your first two orders when you sign up for a subscription to any product plus you can even earn rewards by referring your friends and shipping's free irregular bitches that is such a brilliant offer and it's a little bit about our amazing partners yoppy for this season of the podcast Now, we all know how tricky things can be with that difficult second baby, second (laughs) album, or dreadful sequel. But, 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 Louise and I aim to be more The Empire Strikes Back and less Speed 2 Cruise Control. Although we wouldn't mind being Sandra Bullock, to be fair. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Now, Lou, how are you, darling? It's been ages. How was your third lockdown, darling? Oh, God, is that the number that it was? Um, It was. It was worse, wasn't it? I mean, I'm not going to drag us down. Terrible! (laughs) I hated every second! Being stuck inside, not being able to sunbathe, being stuck inside with teenagers. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it's done. Whispering, we're coming out. It's all good. Yeah. Season two. And I season two. (laughs) This one is gonna be even better. It's gonna be it's going to be the second coming. Amazing. It's going to be it's gonna be more the the second second coming. coming. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. More on that later. I believe that you've been in touch with the listeners we've got some we do we do have some listeners and i had an amazing message sent through in february which i've sat on because i wanted everybody to experience it so mm-hmm. I, it's from one of our listeners actually who's really good she gets in touch a lot her uh, handle yeah. is mish underscore mckay so michelle uh-huh. i don't know if you knew her i do i, I do she's you? one of my sensei customers there you go. i bloody well, love she's me fab. wax junkie listen to this yeah Hi, Louise. I just wanted to message you and thank you. Christmas Day, someone posted on a regular bitch's Facebook page about having a period after not having one for over a year. And you said that they should get checked out with the doctor. Well, I also had been having a period or thought it was a period at the same time and hadn't had one for around a year and a half, which I put down to finishing 10 years of tamoxifen for breast cancer. Thankfully, I checked in with the doc early January, had bloods and a quick referral to hospital for scans and biopsy as the lining of my womb should be four millimetres 
and mine is 17.4 millimetres. Anyway, I haven't got cancer, but abnormal slash precancerous cells. So we'll be having hysterectomy and BSO, which I had to look up. That's when your fallopian tubes and your ovaries are taken too. The whole lot. Hopefully within two weeks, so she will have had this now. So thank you, as I really wouldn't have thought too much of it without seeing your comment and post. It's been a really stressful month, but really good result in the end and would have been a much different result if I'd not checked in with the doc. There we go. So. Well done, Louise. Well, it's a regular bitches. (laughs) <laughs> I've always said she's a lifesaver. I'm gonna like that's that's one of my customers, and you know what? She hasn't mentioned that at all to me. Well, there Bless we go. her. So I'm gonna, but I'll send I'll send her a free wax of jammy time. She loves that. <laughs> uh, oh, that's fantastic! I know. So but had it not the... been for irregular bitches, she wouldn't have asked the question there anyway, and she wouldn't have had that result and that outcome. So. It's really, it is a really scary time hmm. when all of these odd things. I had a period after fourteen days. Was it? Yeah, literally, it was 14 yeah. days after my like my last period. And I panicked. I thought, oh, my God, is there something not, is that is that wrong? But I, I mm. think, I mean, there's nothing else, you know, apart from my cycle and me, there's nothing else irregular. So there's no, you know, I'm not, there's no pain or anything. So I think I'm all right. But you got, I think at our age, when your periods get irregular, you start, do have to start educating yourself on things that are out that are out of the ordinary, don't you? Which I well, that's one of my questions for our guest. In actual fact, so should we? Mm. Should we intro? Shall her? I give her the spiel? She gets She's a sitting proper very intro, patiently, <laughs> rustling the papers. <laughs> so our guest today is the fairy godmother every irregular bitch needs in her life when she's in search of a more natural approach to getting her hormones in line. You can follow her on all the socials at the Hormone Fairy. But here we also know her as Cat Robinson Armour. Welcome, Cat. How are you? Ripple, ripple. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> yeah, we want to, you want, we, you've got to wave your magic wand over us all today in search of a peaceful menopause. Yes, <laughs> I will do. do. Yeah, definitely. Oh, she's calm. Oh, I know, look I'm at already... that room. She has, not always. She hasn't got a parrot sitting over her head got, like I have. Oh, Kat, <laughs> you've got said. Now, I thought it was Katrina. It's not, it's Catriona, but you are known as Kat. No, it's not. Oh. No, it, you're right. It's Katrina. Oh. It's Irish. My mum's made my life hell. Because it's fairly Irish, it's isn't it? It, it's, Kat- it's Scottish, my one. But yeah, uh, it's like mum's bloody... made my life hell. So it's always been Catriona. And, you know, when I was at school, everyone was like, it's not Catriona, it's Katrina. So it's just easier to call myself Kat. Yes, I don't blame yeah. you. Um, which my mum absolutely hates. Tough. Oh, it's, a, it's, bloody, it's like Niam <laughs> and Sioban. No, Neve, yeah. Neve and Siobhan, yeah. <laughs> yes. And, yeah, exactly. and what's what? How? Aina. Aina. I mean, Anya, forget it. Yeah. Anyway. Less of the Scottish and Irish and Celtic names and more from Cat. She is the hormone fairy. Exactly. Uh, how are you today? Are you all right, Cat? I'm really good, thank you. The sun is uh, starting to shine. We had a nice day yesterday. We did. The spring is coming. So, Cat, how did the hormone fairy come about? Was there, I mean, it's actually really quite unique, isn't it? It's nothing really like you hmm. in the perimenopause, no. menopause market. Yeah, I agree. No, well, I've been, I got into natural medicine back in, you know, when I had my children, so 20 odd years ago now, I had them young, uh, I got into natural medicine and started, um, I became a homeopath and a nutritionist. And then it was, you know, I was seeing more and more women struggling with anxiety, depression, and hormone issues. And then it was when I was in my late 30s, that, you know, I trained more in the menopause and natural solutions because women just weren't educated. And it was even myself. I got to 39 having all these crazy symptoms. Didn't get it, you know. Son would come home from school and I would turn into this dragon sitting crying for no reason. And it wasn't until I sat in front of my clients one day, I had back-to-back clients, and I was like, oh, my God, I've got what they've got. I've got the perimenopause <laughs> symptoms coming. I've, I've caught the lurgy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've caught it. <laughs> So it's just, it it sprung from that. And, you know, obviously the hormone fairy, it's something, I remember my mum went to a homeopath years ago and, you know, it was actually when she was going through menopause herself, she went through very young. And the homeopath said, if you had a magic wand, what's the one wish I would grant you? So that's where the fairy comes from. It's actually that magic Mm. wand. Oh, it's lovely. I love it. And it does give you a sense of peace knowing that, that here's a woman who very probably has all the answers 
<laughs> I hope so. <laughs> so your background was in like homeopathy and I mean, like what, because I know that you have to have qualifications to have, to be able to practice natural therapies. So what, what qualifications have you got? I'm not asking you because I, what qualifications have you got? I'm genuinely interested. interested to know. Yeah. Yeah. What those, yeah. what sort of qualifications one needs to have? Yeah. I actually studied, I, I studied for four years. So I went to back to college for mm-hmm. four years, trained as a homeopath and nutritionist, um, and I have a licentiate in homeopathy and nutrition. And then on top of that, I've done various menopause courses, um, mm-hmm. hormone testing courses on top. Yeah. So it's just something I did in my 30s. I just, you know, I'd always loved natural medicine. Mm. And I wanted you, know, my dad died, and it was that whole bit of a... Um, midlife crisis in my 30s like what am I going to do and my passion was for natural medicine Mm. so I went off and retrained my husband wasn't keen at the time but um, he was okay once I started listen all those medieval witches cannot be wrong exactly right and I honestly I do think that there is a lot of um I mean I I kind of balance I balance it all with a bit of science because my dad's a surgeon so I'd be a muppet not to um but I do think like herbs and natural remedies are, you know, that they, they they're so powerful. Yeah, and is there sort of a go-to? Because we hear of various things referenced, don't we? Uh, black cohosh is one, and but I, I I take quite a few supplements myself anyway, so and I don't really know what to throw in. Now I understand everyone's different, but is there like a go-to? Um, supplement that you would say you must definitely be taking this yeah like well every as we say every woman is different mm. so you know what Sarah might have and might work for Sarah may not work yeah. for Louise so it depends really on what's going on with your estrogen your testosterone your progesterone and your cortisol but if we're talking supplements just the basics that I say for most women perimenopause you need to be taking magnesium is key good I take um, that most of us are low on magnesium so magnesium is great for your muscles um, for your joints aches and pains but also for hearts lots of women get heart palpitations mm-hmm. in the perimenopause it's a uncomfortable common symptom but magnesium Mm -hmm. is good for the heart muscle also really good for women that are struggling to sleep yeah so taking magnesium I tend to take mine in the evening to help with my sleep specifically Mm -hmm. um you could also do epsom bath salts if you don't want to take supplements Mm -hmm. have a bath in epsom bath salts so it's epsom you don't have to get magnesium flakes you can just get the epsom no you can do the epsom because it will go in through the skin so you can do that in the evening that's good especially Mm -hmm. if you're not sleeping or you're stressed out in lockdown um with kids and (laughs) partners at home um another key one is b12 many women are deficient in b12 especially if they've been on the birth control pill during their life or that they've been on maybe hrt oh i'm on hrt and i have to have injections for b12 so i probably need to check my levels but the nhs won't give they won't give me them any more regularly than 12 weeks i'll have to learn how to inject myself But B12, yeah. Other one, a good one to take would be your omegas. Your omegas 369, so your essential fatty acids is a good thing to take for your joints, for your muscles. It can help with weight loss as well. And again, good for the brain. Do you think that's what the Bell Stars were singing about? When they, they said three six nine, the goose junk, that's where I the went to. tobacco on the street, Carla. Yes, they were definitely <laughs> talking about that omega, Sarah. Yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> that's it. I'm never going to forget though when I go to <laughs> taking Holland me Barrett. back to my childhood. Now, yeah, so. <laughs> you know it. Anything else, or was it those three? I said they're the three keys, um, and then actually adding in your vitamin C, your zinc, yeah, calcium for some women. So it really depends. It's so individual because every woman's body is different. Everyone needs different things. It's great. It's great to have that that sort of basic though. So thank you yeah. very much. Yeah, I really appreciate that. And because, you know, my next question was, there are loads of things one can do to improve menopause signs. They vary person to person. What three things do you advocate the most? And then you gave us three things. It's like she knows. It's like she knows us, Lou. What about starflower oil? That's which Louise literally swears what I was by. about to, to yeah. ask. I swear by starflower oil. Yeah, starflower's amazing or evening primrose. Um, starflower's mm-hmm. a little bit stronger than evening primrose oil. Oh, yes. I always say if you're buying supplements as well, buy a good quality. So, mm-hmm. you know, it goes like anything. If you, if you buy something cheap, you're not really getting much benefit from it. Mm. So always, you know, without breaking your budget too much, try and buy a good quality supplement. But that's really good for women um, going through perimenopause, especially struggling with the hot flashes, night sweats, or breast pain. Is it pain, good for you know? that? 
because they've really just good. kicked. They've only just kicked in for me, but I'm so, which is a great excuse to buy some nice pajamas. I found. Yes, because yes. I cool love to pajamas. be warm at night. I've got long pajamas, and now I'm like, it's unrealistic, Hayward. You just can't wear those. Look, it's got to be. Do you sleep naked, Louise, or did I imagine that? I do sleep naked. Yes. Yeah, she's like Marilyn Monroe. I am so like Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, <laughs> many ways. She, 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 she sing to you. She didn't. She famously say the only thing she wore in bed was Chanel Number no. Five. Perfect. <laughs> I love her. She was an irregular bitch. She was. <laughs> That's it. Covers off, windows open, <laughs> naked. I can't, though, because as soon as that happens, I'm cold. Mm. It's annoying. It's like covers off. Oh, I feel cold and exposed. Cover back on. Oh, I'm too hot. Covers. And now, and it's under the boobs. I literally have to lift up the boobs in the night and wipe under them with my hand like that. You know, oh, I thought you with your pants. Yeah. <laughs> no, the gusset doesn't get too moist anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> you know, one little tip. Louise, we're a regular Kat bitches. Kat is trying to give us a, t- a tip. So oh, sorry, one little sorry, tip sorry, that helps. Yes. Yeah, may yeah. help your sweaty boobs is before you go to bed, run some cold water on your wrists and that can help some women with the oh cat thank you yeah. so much for that so try that one i knew that that helped cooling because it cools your blood down doesn't it yeah does that so work cool water yeah it does for some women oh yeah. totally trying that tonight. and the key thank the boring thing is you know it's really dull but it's watching what you eat before you go to bed and during the day because those night sweats, sadly, it's alcohol, it's, you know. Right, thank you for prefacing that, for it being boring, because it is, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to talk about this, and you know what, I need to, uh, I definitely, my diet's awful, cat. I don't know what yours is like, Lou. What's, is, what's um, Mine is like? sporadic. Um, when I'm on it, I'm really good about what mm. I'm eating, and I make sure I'm eating food that I enjoy, so I'm not you know feeling too desperate about the fact i haven't had chocolate but i do fall off the wagon so i've managed a five-week stint of working out being healthy drinking loads of water and then something happens and it's almost like i'm a petulant child who's just gone right i'm not doing that anymore i'm eating everything that i want to eat which is burgers and cake and chocolate and i'm going to sit on my bed uh mini eggs good girl Mini eggs the in bed. Bag. That was that was. We both went I to bed about nine thirty last night, and Lou. Well, I had a small child next to me, and Lou. I had mini, mini eggs. eggs. <laughs> yeah, I'd have gone for the mini eggs over the small child. Definitely. Well, yeah. I, think, I, I mean, I don't know what I was thinking. So, what's sustainable then, Cat? What's a sustainable? I mean, don't. It's a, it's not dieting. It's a it's a way of life, isn't it? But what sort of things? Please tell us that we can have the odd bar of chocolate do you know what I mean yeah I am I am very much an 80 20 girl because you know life's short we've Mm -hmm. got to live we've got to have fun and you Mm -hmm. know staying away from that bottle of wine at a weekend would be a bit dull every so often wouldn't it you know you can do it like like Louise says you can do it for so long um but I do think you need the 80 20 rule so it's trying to be as strict as you can eating clean you know it's going back to basics just trying to cook as fresh as you can which has been mm-hmm. easier for some women in lockdown because they've had yeah, the time yeah definitely but, you know when you're back into the office or rushing around picking up kids from school all the rest of it, it becomes hard but trying to eat as clean as possible is key if you're getting loads and loads of symptoms like the hot flashes the night sweats the brain fog the moods um weight gain then you know if you're getting loads and loads of symptoms then i would say it's key to be really strict especially for like to even you know try 30 days of being strict cutting out the crap cutting out the chocolate the sugar i'm starting today 30 days booze free actually because i'm doing it with um with my friend she's a bit younger than me so she's not quite pro-menopausal but she's struggling really badly with mood swings and she's exhausted and overwhelmed and she's doing two jobs and she's got two kids under two and it's just like Mm. a horror show and I think it would uh, we would I would do well to cut down on my drinking and my husband would definitely too so I think it's safety in numbers it's much easier when people you're going to be with all the time are doing it too Mm. so I'm going to take that advice Kat so I think yeah and I think um, that's the thing Sarah during lockdown so you know it's not just women men as well it's just you know it started at the first lockdown didn't it in the sunny weather Mm. it was like everyone was like in holiday mode and sitting in the garden drinking wine that was fun and then yeah, and then it's got to the homeschooling. And like, you know, Louise said, this last lockdown's been horrendous for most most people, especially women. I know so many women that are struggling, you know, marriages falling apart, kids driving them up the wall. Then on top, their perimenopause symptoms, they can't blooming concentrate on work. So they're really struggling. So getting back to trying to 
cut out you know even trying like you cut out alcohol have some tonic water or nice flavored fizzy water in a wine glass it just makes you feel like you're drinking something nice yeah psychologically it's yeah. a treat i've got some fake gin i can't remember what it's called but i got it off the internet my sister recommended it so i shall have that with a tonic over easter weekend but i just want to see if it helps with my um I want to be more productive really and i really think even a glass of wine makes you sluggish i've also been running and um, I cannot seem to get my fitness levels up. I can't, the running isn't getting any easier. And by this point, I've been running for months. I would expect to be able to nail a 10K, but I only just really manage a five. And I'm like, but that I'm could done. be, you know, looking at the exercise as well, that's something women need to think about in perimenopause years because you've got mm. to start thinking about have you got the energy? So, you know, if you've had more regular periods, if you've had a bleed every two weeks, for example, then you haven't got the energy. You need to think mm. about your bleeding time is almost like winter. You want to hibernate. And then mm. as you come out your period, then you're going into spring. So you're full of the life, you know, joys of spring. So think about that. So your period's winter when you want to calm down, maybe do some mm. yoga, Pilates, a bar class Ooh. type thing, gentle walking. Then after your period, that first week is like spring where your energy is coming back in. So that's when you could go running. Oh, Kat, you're awesome. That makes perfect or sense. you could do a spin class. Listen, yeah, it's really important to listen to your body. I had not even and given then, that a thought. We keep saying that. Yeah. We keep saying we need to, and we haven't done it, have we? We need to um, map where we are in our cycle. And I've seen this on your Instagram, Kat, which, which I found so interesting. Um, you know, following where you are in your cycle and going with your mood and what you you know, feel like doing to a point. I can't remember. There was, was there two phases, the ovulation phase, and then you refer to another phase. Is that correct? Yeah, you've got the luteal phase is like before your period when you actually feel really, you know, crap. Crap. And yeah. you don't want to do anything. And you just want to lie on the sofa. You don't want to do your emails. Eat you don't want to work. You don't want to talk to anyone. You want to eat the bar of chocolate. And instead yeah. of like like Louise was saying about, you know, sitting in bed eating your mini eggs. And if you're in the luteal phase, then maybe try and swap. Make sure you take eating foods like sweet potatoes. So it's still sweet, oh. but it's a healthy carb. Yeah. And that can cut out the cravings. What about doing some of those like seedy balls with a bit of cacao or something like that? Oh, yes. is that yeah, protein balls. Yeah, and I just do make like sure you're eating making protein. a face. I like protein balls. I just can't be asked to make them. <laughs> They're actually quite nice time. once you get into them. Can I ask before we move away? That is honestly light bulb. That mm. is, I'd never really thought of it well, like that. Well, there's loads more on Kat's Instagram. Page. Oh, well, I, I do really, follow really Kat, but she's not coming into my feed. There. So I need to go over, comment on a few things, and then yeah. she'll pop into my feed. I've got to sort out the algorithm. But is there an app that you would recommend for following the phases and where you are in your cycle? I have Flow, but Flow doesn't seem to be designed for perimenopausal women. So it, when I'm two weeks early, it doesn't go, oh, we've logged your age and we think maybe you're perimenopausal. It just tells me that I'm two weeks early. Mm. And it tells me when there's a high chance of me getting pregnant, which is frankly laughable. I'm 49 nearly. Uh, so is there an app that you would recommend? I said most, to be honest, mo most women are still using Flow or Period Tracker. I haven't come across one as yet that specifically because they all seem to be around ovulation. That's you. Come yes. on. I need to sort you that out. You could do that. You could do yeah. that. You could make millions. You can have that. I'll give you yes. that one. That would Thanks. be great. Period tracker for perimenopausal and menopausal yeah. women. Absolutely, because it's the same. Your period comes more frequent. Yeah. And also, like your, like Michelle Mackay, who we spoke about at the top of the show, like... It would, it would, that would flag it would up. Flag it up. It would yeah. flag it up. It would say, "Hang on a minute, that's a bit weird." After a year, go to the doctor. That that's would be really amazing. Yeah, and yeah. it's like you said with that lady. I know, I know another lady that came off her tamoxifen, so she had been through cancer treatment and mm. was told that she'd never have a period again, and then she did. So mm -hmm. it is something, you know. We just got to educate us because we got, you know. The 40, 50-year-olds, we got no education on menopause whatsoever. Even the stuff no. we got on periods was awful. It was pathetic. But what we've also noticed, Kat, is that our mums seemingly just swam through it with no problems whatsoever. And I, and I that can't be true. I don't think it is. I think we've, we, I just think it was a put up or shut up generation. Yeah, I think so. But 
another reason, I mean, my mum was 42 and she literally, my mum didn't talk to me about periods. She was, um, her mum died when she was a baby. So I don't think she knew how to, you know, talk hormones sure. and stuff. She does now. Now that I do what I do, she's like really into it. But she was 42. None of her friends were going through it. Her period stopped overnight. She literally went to the doctors thinking she was wow. mental. Yeah. And the doctors just told her nothing, just gave her antidepressants, which she didn't want. And mm. she was left. And and that was the thing. So I think women didn't have as many symptoms. But if we think back, our parents' generation, you know, they didn't have the stresses that we had. You know, many of the women didn't work. Okay. Different diets as well. Yeah, different, different culture. Di- we drink more. We eat worse. Yeah. But we exercise more. My mum never exercised. And we talk more. Or we mm. certainly are now. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're more open, aren't we? Whereas mm. our mum's yeah. generation, they were quite... It was, menopause was a real taboo. Right. They just didn't discuss it. The change. Whereas, oh, I hate that. I don't think I'm going to have to tell... Um, Autumn, who is seven, Cat. I don't think I'm going to have to tell her anything because she already is obsessed with watching childbirth on YouTube. Oh, really? <laughs> she see, I said to her the other day, I went, are you watching real babies being born? She said, yes, mummy, but they blur out the mini. <laughs> so I guess you think so. <laughs> and I thought to myself, is that okay? And I was like, of course it is. Yes, yeah, yeah, of course it's okay. Yeah, I'm much rather she was watching. I think it's great. Yeah, I was quite proud, proud of her. Has she asked um, you where babies come from? She hasn't asked how there. the baby gets in there. But to yeah. be honest, if I know Autumn, she probably has has somehow worked that out for herself as well. Right. Do you know what I mean? asking her. Yeah, I might do. She yeah. knows that we told Hunter years ago, I said, I told him what happens during the special cuddle. I didn't mm. dress that up. I was like, you know, this is Penises what happens. Penises and vaginas. And also we, were, we went on a nature walk the other day and there were thousands of ladybirds out and they were all mating and i we, i did i just went oh look they're all mating so they know that That's the good. old we were watching loads of ladybirds do it doggy tell me you did not i did not use the, use word, the doggy. word doggy but hunter knows because he's obsessed with animals he knows how animals mate so okay. he knows that right getting on the back of an animal and it riding the other animal is that's that's baby being made i don't quite yeah. know if he knows about the minutiae of it but Cat, this is quite normal that we end up talking about <laughs> no, doggy style that's fine. <laughs> i used to talk about it with my kids and i remember having um one of my son's friends so maybe they're about 10 and we were in the car chatting away about, you know, sex and stuff mm. and just a normal conversation. And this boy went, I can't believe you're talking about this. It's just, and he yeah. was getting all embarrassed. I think, how oh, sad that that's the, it was a taboo. Away. Yeah. 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 And just be, part of normal conversation. It's not like a special conversation where you use special language. Yeah. It's just part of yeah. everyday conversation around the dinner yeah. table in the car, you know, yeah. yeah, wherever. Irregular. Bitches. Sarah and I have some really wonderful news for you, our lovely listeners. We certainly do. We've only gone and bagged ourselves an irregular bitch's poet, Lou. Oh, well done us. I know, it's fabulous. <laughs> uh, I discovered her via the power of social media when one is having a bad day um, because I was perhaps oversharing. Never. Yeah, Not maybe, you. Just a tiny, maybe just a tiny <laughs> bit. Um, and one of my followers said, you have to go and check out this lady. Um, and I looked up her book, to the women, words to live by. And I felt like she had climbed into my soul and my brain and read all my feelings and then written them in a really wonderful way. It just really resonated. Uh, She is Donna Ashworth and we are lucky enough to have her pepper this season of Irregular Bitches with her wonderful prose. And here's the first one. You can't skip chapters. You can't skip chapters. That's not how it works. You have to face each page, each twist, each turn. You have to live out each and every chapter from the start to the end. Some of those chapters won't be pretty either. You see, we each get our share of good and bad in this life, though it often may seem unfair. It's really not. We all go through ups and we all go through downs. Some days we laugh and other days we can barely breathe for crying. There are times when the crying feels like it will never stop, but it will and a new chapter will begin when it does. But with each chapter comes a very important step in your journey, and we can't skip them, because if we did, we wouldn't be who we are. And the world needs you just the way you are, broken, beautiful, and a better person for it too. You can't skip chapters in your own story, my friend. And if you care, or dare, to share your tales, the good and the ugly, you may just be the inspiration someone else desperately needs today. 
so pass it down. That's how stories work. Irregular. Bitches. Now, I just wanted to, we've sort of touched on this a little bit, but just to narrow it down a little bit, Kat, is this something we can all either stop or start doing when we hit the irregular bitches phases that can be a bit of a guaranteed game changer? So is it start taking supplements, start exercising, stop drinking? Um, is, <laughs> is there anything you know, that you... so many women do <laughs> stop drinking in their, you know, mid to Because they can't take it anymore. They can't take it, no. I, I can't mean, handle the hangover. I can't handle it. No, I can't. It's like a, it's, it's a whole day. If I go out, mm. you know, when we're allowed out, before Christmas, I went out for a night and I didn't have that much to drink. But the next day I was just lying on the sofa. It was just a waste yeah. of a Sunday. I think I, it's just not worth it. I vomited with a hangover the other day for the first time in about 25 years. I honestly, I've never been so I always do. Yeah, lose a puker. But um, but I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I haven't done that. It was a shock. I can't and I'm not going back there again. I think it no. might have been because I had a sneaky fag, which, which I've yeah, stopped that doing. Have helped, stopped, but, yeah, yeah, it's like just... You know, pu- there is... Because um, the liver, you know, your liver starts to take over, helping make some of those hormones oh. as we go into perimenopause. So even a simple thing, if you are going out when we're, you know, what's it, the 12th of April, we allowed to drink outside. Yeah, so if not, you're going yeah. out on the 12th of Two April, weeks. Sarah mm. won't be because you're not drinking next month, Sarah. No, you're not, but, you're um, not coming out. <laughs> All right, I'm honestly going to give it a go. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to watch and see how you get on. Take some, <laughs> be messaging you. Take some milk thistle. So it's a herbal. You can get yeah. it in most health food shops. Get some milk thistle. Put a few drops. Just follow what it says on the bottle. Put a few drops in your glass of water before you go out drinking. Take some when you get back in and take some the next morning. This is isn't, gold. Is an artichoke supplement awesome as well for that yeah, for that's liver good as function? Well. Yeah, I used to take artichoke supplements before I went out on a bender when I was younger. You know, back in the nineties and noughties, I'd be like pop a couple of Sinara, I think it was the the brand that I got. You can still get it, and that was a lifesaver. But milk yeah. thistle as well. I'm all over that. Now, Love you see, I'm that. not going to go public with my decision to not drink because it might be that <laughs> I allow myself one gin a week. Do you know what I mean? just because I can't it's a pet so I see but it's got to be less than it is at the moment that's the main thing it's got to be there we yeah. go and yeah. also because I'm 20 but at least a couple yeah. of the lockdown pounds uh I want to know what Dutch is the Dutch ah. test yeah ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me Kiki Palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Everyone wants to know the Dutch. Yay! <laughs> it's become so popular. <laughs> so the thing is, blood tests. Most women go to the doctors, um, especially the 40s, and the doctor says you're too young to be perimenopause or can't do a blood test or they'd have a blood test and it comes back saying you're normal. And that's because it's just, you know, that what they're testing for, there, there isn't enough of those hormones in the blood in the perimenopause years. So the Dutch test is fabulous because... Women of all ages can do it. It's a dried urine test. (laughs) So you take five urine tests over a 24-hour period, or depending on the test, sometimes we'll do it over a few days. So it's a little bit like weeing on a pregnancy test. So you wee on this, you know, little piece of paper, let them dry, and it measures your estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. So we can see the difference between are you, you know, are your symptoms because you've got estrogen dominance, so your progesterone's naturally dropped off, or it could be that we're seeing low estrogen. So that's when you know you might be, you know, your libido's got up and gone, for example. Maybe you're moody, your skin's getting dry. So 
low estrogen signs um, piling on the weight. So we can look at those three. Um, sometimes testosterone can cause those horrible chin hairs or the spots that so many women get. So mm-hmm. um, testosterone can be the cause of that. It looks at three types of main estrogen to see which one you're making the most of, how you're metabolizing it, detoxing it. It's like a proper science. Amazing. Like That's a science amazing. Test. Yeah, the biggest one I would say is your cortisol. It's looking at your cortisol levels because oh. so many women, we're 40s, 50s, we're knackered. We've like, our body's been through so yes. much over the last 40 years. And as young women, like you say, Sarah and Louise, we, we were out drinking, having fun in the 90s. And then we've had kids we're working so we've put our bodies through so much compared to what our mothers did yeah that's so true yeah it's like our body's given us a bit of a kick saying come on now so so I've kept you going for 40 years now you start to look after yourself so looking at cortisol levels and then once we've got the results then you can see okay well you've got high estrogen let's put in a specific supplement that like sounds great help lower that estrogen or you know so it's it's looking Rather than guessing what supplements or what foods to take or what type of exercise, Mm. like women going out running, if they've got, you know, low cortisol, then it's probably not the best thing because they haven't got the energy to go out running. So so what is cortisol responsible for? I think I know about the others. But so I do, because it's not a hormone you ever consider when you're talking about perimenopause and menopause, is it? It's just, that's the, isn't that the fight or flight hormone? It is, it is. And that's the thing. Most women... This is another reason why we may be seeing more symptoms, 40s, 50s, compared to our mother's generation, is because we are pretty much living most of the time in that fight and flight, because we're not having time to rest and digest. So we're constantly on the go, get up in the morning, um, stressed, getting the kids to school, working. You know, even women, you know, when the gyms reopen, I see women in the gyms at 6.30 in the morning doing spin classes. And they're Mm. bloody knackered, to be honest, shouldn't be Mm. doing it because then they're going to a full day's work. So they're just pumping more and more cortisol into their body, which then adds to more blood sugar. And then if you're not using it, it's (gasps) going to store as fat. This is... It's key. It is key. Total light bulb. Sorry. It's light bulb. And how how does one go about getting a Dutch test then? Through CAT. Well, you can book it through someone like myself. Done. Yeah. So I can get the Dutch test for people. So they would book a consultation, get the Dutch test. And then afterwards, Mm. we jump on Zoom and go through the results and... um, yeah, I tell you exactly what you need to do to try and change. I'm them. definitely going to do that, and also it helps you to understand your symptoms. Mm. Um, or there is, there are other practitioners out there, so you know you might find. Oh, I'm using you. Local. I was going to say, yeah, you, are. you. You are a regular Thank bitch you. woman. <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds like good because I think a lot of the time with perimenopause and menopause, it's like it's it's like there's no one size fits all, is there? But we're treating it like one size fits all. So we're mm. sort of doing this blanket. We're taking our evening primrose and our antidepressants and our HRT and what, and hoping that it sorts the problem. Mm. There might be one problem that isolated by the Dutch test needs one solution and that's it. You're good to go. Exactly. And the NHS, the NHS doesn't cater for that. Yeah. So no. we have to do something mm. privately. You know, that's. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that is a shame. Yeah, it's mm. a shame. I mean, there's a massive, you know, Western medicine, like there is a huge place for medicine and for medication. And some women, mm. HRT is the right answer or sure. bioidentical HRT might be the mm. right answer. Everyone's got to find what's right for them, but it's finding a good doctor that will give you more than 10 minutes, that will listen to you and not just fob you off or, you know, hand you an antidepressant and say, run along. It's understanding your body, understanding your hormones and taking responsibility for your health, really. That's what healthcare is. It's looking after your health. It's interesting because at the moment, seeing a doctor is not even on the agenda for us. I don't know about for anybody else, but we no. I, I now have a text exchange with with a GP telling me that he's just sending me for a marina coil because I've got heavy periods and they'll text me when there's an appointment available. And I was thinking, I actually want a conversation about this is if this is the right thing for me to do. Because otherwise um, you're going to get on Dr. Google, aren't you? Yeah, we well, no, I'm not, I've, I'm not doing that anymore. I only Good do that girl. for research here, <laughs> not for myself. Yeah. But, you know, that's where we're at. We're at fill in a form and we'll text you when there's an appointment at the clinic. No, is that the right thing for you? I know, it's worrying. It's really worrying. I've heard that Morena as well, like, can lead to extremely heavy bleeding for a long time and before it tails off. For some people. Yeah, for some people it depends. And that's the thing. The doctor's answer is, 
the pill, antidepressants, HRT, you know, or the coil. And the Mirena coil's yeah. got progesterone in it. So it could, depending, if you've got high estrogen, then yes, it's going to be great for balancing mm. out the estrogen and the symptoms. But if you've got low estrogen, for example, and then you're putting in the Mirena coil, and, and that's in you for five years. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing no, I've it. had women mm. that are really struggling to get theirs removed. So, but it's, you know, yeah. it's, the, it's the right choice for some women, but, and it can stop bleeding, but for other women, it's not. So it really depends on what's right for you. I'm just not prepared to gamble on it. And, and I've, and, you know, there's a lot of horror stories out there. And I've sort of, I've thought, no, I really must sort these heavy periods out. They're the worst. I've always had heavy periods, but now I can't get through the night, um, which, you know, that's ridiculous. But I just, I d- yeah, I had thought that that was the solution, but we'll see. I will carry on in my journey trying yes. to find out. Yeah, but it's just, it's just so sad that women, you know, on blood pressure medications aren't being able to see a doctor and get their blood pressure checked. It's, it's quite scary. It's awful. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, and I've and I'm on the HRT and antidepressants. Um cat you see. So I would I de- that's why I want to do the Dutch test because actually I'm starting to move into um a different phase of my life really. I definitely want to be fit, fit wake up feeling more zingy. I'm trying to change my mindset, my attitude towards life because all yeah. of a sudden I'm about to hit 50 and I'm, I might not have that much long left. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So I want to make every day count now. So that's, um, that it's, it's about, yeah, it's tailoring it and, and I'm happy and that's to throw another great a thing money about, at that, you know. about Kat's Instagram page because it is funny. It is relatable. Yeah. And I actually just really enjoy learning through it. So your post this morning, was it this morning or last night about rainbow eating? I should be, I should oh, be yes, going pineapple. through that later. Yeah. Because that looked fantastic. Pineapple today. Oh, I've got pineapple downstairs. Yeah, pineapple's fabulous. Mm, it's good for getting get you to go into labour, apparently. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, I don't think Not any of us any need of us that. Need that. <laughs> We're on the other end now. We don't want to be having babies. <laughs> Irregular. Bitches. So for, for, there may be people who are in mid to late 30s who are listening, Kat, um, who are only here because they know that Lou's a god of podcasting um, and they want to listen, or for whatever reason, they're just, but I, you see, I didn't know I was in perimenopause because you're still having regular periods. The thing that rang a few bells was that my PMT was getting longer and longer. So it eventually ended up being three weeks of the month where I was a raging maniac uh, with absolutely no control over my temper. But are there any other ways to work out that we're going into it without tests, without you, without that? Because we just said the doctors are a bit unavailable. Is there any way of, of knowing by asking a few questions? Yeah, I would say questions is the key because and Mm -hmm. educating yourself, because if you go to the doctor, the doctor's not going to say that you're in perimenopause until your periods start to change. So until they either become the cycle becomes shorter or maybe you're skipping periods and you think you're pregnant, that's when the doctor would start to say maybe you're perimenopause. But most women, it starts, you know, if they maybe mood, like you say, PMS, mood changes crying for absolutely no reason and when I say crying Mm. like sobbing their eyes out um anxiety you know women suddenly drive in their car and get anxious or sitting at their desk doing the same accounts that they've been doing for 20 odd years and they suddenly can't do them so I would say the first things tend to be the mood changes anxiety maybe some depression so lots of women find their getting depressed and offered antidepressants late 30s early 40s and that's normally a sign yeah you could have loads of shit going on in your life but Mm. it could be that your hormones are changing and again the cortisol level is huge so it might not just be you know progesterone starts to dip off late 30s early 40s that's the first one normally and that's the calming hormone so it's a bit like your natural prozac it's no wonder we're all going mm. crazy and mental and irregular bitches type thing. I read something about that, and and I think the words were something like the the reduction in what was the what was the one you just said progesterone progesterone was it? it and it turns we into me, and I've definitely noticed. Uh, I'm not saying I'm becoming more selfish. I'm just not perhaps as tolerant of what goes on in my family as I have been. I'm not putting up with as much stuff as I used to. And that's probably a good thing. But also the whole hormone issue as well, I think definitely comes into it. I, I am I am perhaps taking intolerance a little too far. My family are going to cheer when they hear that. We're in lockdown, babe. Well, we have oh, been. I, yeah, no. I was in bed at half seven last night <laughs> to keep myself away from everyone. <laughs> 
also become a little bit more empowered, you know, as we're coming towards the yes. menopause, we become more empowered. Absolutely. We start to, you know, we've put everybody else first. Absolutely. Mm. And it's time to put number one on our back and say, actually, no. And friendships, a lot of women find that friendships change. So suddenly you might find your best friends no longer your best friend. And it's just that you're starting to put yourself first and you're mm. not putting up with any more crap. Yeah, that I mean, that is definitely happening for me, yeah. Yeah, so it's cutting the crap out of your diet, but also cutting the crap out of your life and starting to think about what you really want out of life and yeah, make changes and try and bring your family on board with it so that they understand what's going on. Well, my point would be if you're saying to your family, mummy wants to stop being a raging, screaming harpy and become calm again, surely they'll be on board with that, right? <laughs> the trouble is there's a lot of hormones so I'm dealing not so much with Lola she's 18 and doing her thing but a 15 year old boy's hormones and my hormones are particularly jarring at the moment I think that's the hardest Louise mm. do you well I have had a conversation with him where I've said I've just said I know that you're not feeling how you're feeling and I'm here feeling how I'm feeling and it's not okay for us to treat each other like this and when I remind him of that he does pull himself back and I pull myself back but it's not pleasant for either of us or how's how is it are you still struggling no we're fine but i i held the line i keep holding the line with him and saying like toto we can't yes we can't (laughs) keep speaking to each other like this we've got to do something different and Mm. then it it gets better and then i remind myself and him so it's not it's not easy but it's you know and sarah with younger kids oh he's Yeah, that's what I found when my son, Louise, was 15, 16, it was hell. You know, I would literally, he'd come in from school and I would be, I would literally lock myself. I'd run a bath at like four o'clock in the afternoon and sit there crying Mm. because it was just like, I can't deal with him. You know, I'd shut myself away. Yeah. So luckily, well, he's 20, coming up for 21 now, so it's a bit easier. Is he lovely now? He is lovely, yeah. (laughs) I'd be be honest, but I'd be on the phone to his dad sort of saying, you know, sort him out he's driving me nuts and yeah. well, I don't have the backup now and did he because mine did he did mine just he did. went it's perfectly normal and um, to yeah, carry on he did he Helpful. was very good but sadly he's he passed a couple of years ago so um I'm sorry oh god how tough on your kids cat yeah so I'm dealing you have to do, deal with that so lockdown and lockdown and grief yeah not having their dad yeah it's been difficult oh, oh i'm sorry that's really tough i'm going to it's stop complaining just also <laughs> shit it is everyone's struggling and it's like and then oh. us women get those bloody hormones on top exactly i know it's not like do you think i think we're going to evolve to have a coping hormone well, that would be good. We'll you know, like one. you know, like we're losing our wisdom teeth and our appendixes because we are evolving now yeah. as humans. The next thing is there'll be some sort of like coping hormone for modern day because, as Blur said, and I always do say after them, modern life is rubbish. Damon didn't know what he was onto back in the nineties, or was that the noughties? I can't remember. Well, the Hormone Fairy Instagram page is definitely the place to be for lots oh, I'm of just lovely li- information and and a laugh as well. You're very relatable, and hence why we asked you to be a guest. So thank oh, you, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm literally just about to retweet it, and I'm going to like comment on loads so I can get you into my feed because I need you in my life, if not physically, cat, then definitely <laughs> mentally and Sarah. in my Instagram. And yeah, and people say last night, I heard my husband have a conversation on the phone with somebody about, um, actually it was in his parents' garden, I think it was about how social media is a bad thing. And I'm the other side of the fence. It's actually, Mm. it's changing my life and only for the better. So, but I don't go on Twitter because it's, it's, well, or Twitter, as I like to call it. (laughs) Um, But, uh, but like Katrina, like you could well, again, um, after we've done, the, the, the um, Dutch test changed my life. Do you know what I mean? And even mm. talking to you now, I was in a bit of a grump this morning. Everything's a mess here and I've got loads of washing to do and the kids are off school and we're both working full time. And now I feel epic. Fabulous. So thank you. That's what I love. Perfect. And my magic so, wand for you. You, you did. did. <laughs> Loads she's of gold. Loads of gold. She's a poor <laughs> fairy. Oh, Kat, thank you so much. So it's at the Hormone Fairy or your hormonefairy.co.uk website. That's right. is, is there anything, any other hand, any other places people need to, to consume your content? Oh, the main ones. I am on Facebook 
um, at mm-hmm. the Hormone Fairy. But to be honest, it's a bit like Twitter. I'm not that keen on yeah. the Facebook at the moment. It's a little bit of a negative place. And I think us women going through what we're going through need to mm. just stay around. Everyone's the got an platforms. opinion, haven't they? Yeah, exactly. Everyone's got so an opinion. <laughs> yeah. Keep fun in your life. Yes, absolutely, Kat. Thank you so, so much. It's been an absolute joy to have you on the second series of Irregular Bitches. Ripple, please. absolute pleasure thank you thank you that's all we've got time for this week so thank you to our prod squad to my wonderful lulu and of course our hormone fairy cat irregular bitches is a factory originals production and all that remains to be said before we go is louise stay cool bitches Irregular. Bitches. Okay, Sarah, I don't know about you, but I don't feel great about the fact that I've been using products that have been treated with bleach up my vagina. So I was very excited about being able to partner up with Yopi, a period care company. They use only high quality, environmentally friendly ingredients and materials, which make them plastic free, cruelty free and vegan. Woohoo! The packaging looks pretty sexy too, so you can strut across the office proudly showing off your period care. I love it. All you have to do is answer a simple quiz and Yopi will formulate the perfect package of period care and PMS supplements because, let's face it, Lou, one size does not fit all. It certainly does not. And you don't need to worry about sending people out to get period products for you as they're tailored to your cycle and delivered in a lush box straight through your letterbox. That's not a euphemism. So please head over to yopi.com slash irregular bitches. That's Y O P P I E slash irregular bitches to get 50% off your first two orders when you sign up for a subscription to any product. Plus, you can even earn rewards by referring your friends. And shipping's free. Irregular bitches. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.